Hi, welcome to our first official episode of 84% Minority Experiences in Predominantly White Communities. I'm Elise Gadsden, if you didn't know. And today I'm here with my friend Maya. Maya, you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Maya. Um, I'm 16. My mom was Japanese and my dad is white. So today, our, if you didn't see the title, we're going to be talking about cultural appropriation, specifically with East Asian cultures. So um, I know that this can be like kind of a sensitive topic because it does vary so much from person to person, like what you decide is cultural appropriation. So we're just going to be discussing like what we feel. Obviously, if you have different opinions, that's completely fine. So the biggest thing for me, at least with cultural appropriation is appropriation versus appreciation. And, um, you know, it's a really fine line. My definition would be like, appropriation is taking a specific cultural trait um, from someone else's culture and using it without completely understanding the cultural historical importance of it. And it's typically, I'd say, something that the culture would be made fun of, where appreciation would be understanding the history of it, embracing the history of it, and like, sharing that and acknowledging that it's not a part of your culture and it's someone else's that you're borrowing. Would you say that's accurate? Or? Yeah, yeah, I would completely agree with that. Um, yeah, I'd say like an example of that is like, um, I know when I was younger, my cousin and I, who's white, would go to a Japanese festival at a local Japanese grocery store. And um you know, people could wear kimonos if they wanted to, which is a traditional um, clothing garment that Japanese people wear for special occasions. So we both wore them, and I would say that's completely okay, in my opinion, just because she was respecting it, and she acknowledged that, like, that wasn't her culture, but she wanted to, like, share something with me and be a part of the experience. Right, yeah, I'm definitely with you there, where, like, if you're acknowledging the culture and you're doing it as a as a part of the culture and not disrespecting it it's different because when you're doing cultural appropriation it's taking the the culture and using it in a sense where you're not fully understanding the cultural weight it has where like at least for me people wearing like box braids and i consider it cultural appropriation just because most non-black people who wear box braids and other like African-American hairstyles don't really understand like how much cultural weight they have and how important hair is to our culture. And on top of that, they don't always understand that like historically black people were made fun of for their hair, told like their hair was, you know, unprofessional, all of that. And when they are wearing it and completely accepted for it, it takes away from the struggles faced. So I know a more recent um, form of cultural appropriation that's like come to popularity is like fox eye makeup. So like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, um, Yeah, so I, I see it a lot. And like, I understand that, you know, some people might not realize that that can be seen as cultural appropriation. And um, just for me, it makes it, it, I feel a little uncomfortable because of it, just because 
I've been made fun of um, having more narrow eyes in the past, like if people do like the fox eyes or make fun of you for it. And then for it to now be like some sort of makeup trend where people are purposely trying to do that, um, I think like Elise said, just takes away from um, East Asian people and the struggles that they've faced with their features. Right. And I feel for for certain aspects of culture, there's a, a line where if you do this, then it's no longer appropriation, it's appreciation. Would you consider that there is a line for fox eye makeup or no? Um, I mean, maybe there is. I just can't think of one like off of the top of my head. Um, yeah, I'm with, I mean, you. I'm with you there because there's definitely some things where there is no line. Right. It's no matter what appropriation And, like, a lot of the examples used to, like, define appropriation versus appreciation is, like, if you're going to Japan wearing a kimono at a traditional Japanese Mm -hmm. ceremony, that's considered appreciation, right? Right. But, like, you can't really be like, oh, if you're in Japan and so you do the fox eye makeup, like, it's not the same. Yeah, because that's more of, like, something, like, a feature of, like, your actual body than, like, clothing or something. Right. It would be, like blackface wouldn't ever be considered appreciation because you're taking a physical feature Mm -hmm. rather than like a part of their culture yeah so i don't know if you would consider this appropriation appreciation or somewhere in the middle but the americanization of asian cuisine is so common and popular like Chinese restaurants don't really serve, like, true Chinese food. And, like, most sushi places serve, like, California rolls, which aren't really, you know, traditional Japanese sushi. So what would you, would you consider that appropriation, appreciation, somewhere in the middle? I would say somewhere in the middle, just because, like, um, I think some people are trying to appreciate the culture and, like, try the food to a certain extent, and maybe they don't even know that, that's not actually how it would be if you ate it in that, like, home country. Um, But also, if you're, like, making fun of it, then that's definitely cultural appropriation or, like, just not right. Right. Like, I know there was a a lot of recent controversy about James Corden's new show. Like, Spill Your Guts? Yes, Spill Your Guts. So, for those of you who don't know, it's a late-night talk show, essentially, where he brings on different guests and asks, like, the tough questions of Hollywood and pretty much the guests either have to answer the question or eat a food that they would consider gross. And most of the foods are of like Asian culture and they're presented as like horrifying, disgusting, gross, like, and how does that, how does that feel? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it makes me a little uncomfortable and sad, honestly, that people, are making fun of a culture that this is what they eat and a lot of it are considered delicacies that like anyone would be lucky to eat or be able to try um and personally I haven't tried um some of them maybe a lot of them but um you know I know some of them like I think there's cow tongue was one of them or like a thousand year old egg like um the way they like show it too like I don't that's not what it would actually look like they make it look disgusting on purpose um and yeah I think that separates Asians from like other people just because um you know they feel different if like um white people or you know any non-Asian are making fun of it or you know not wanting to try it or appreciate the culture right and it's like a weird balance between like 
you know, sushi is so popular right now. It's so many people's like favorite food, which is like great that they're, you know, branching out and trying foods from other cultures, but like to love certain parts of the culture and then also make fun of other parts. It like that personally, like reminds me a lot of appropriation where it's like you take something that people are generally made fun of and then you use it in a way where you wouldn't be. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I feel like food's a weird a weird one to like define as appropriation versus appreciation but like I don't know I feel like it falls in the middle ground would you think? I would definitely agree yeah yeah okay so do you feel like growing up in a white community created this sort of ignorance towards pro- cultural appropriation for like the white community members yeah I would say even for me uh in ignorance at a certain point because um you know I don't live in a community where there are many East Asian so I don't even know some of the things that they do culturally like some of the foods that they eat for example um so I might not even realize that some things are cultural appropriation and so if I don't I'm assuming that um non-Asians also don't see it as cultural appropriation or even know that and um you know if you don't understand that like I'm not going to hold that against you just because like you didn't know but um I think it's important that we all um, get educated and like understand all of these things so we can change and not appropriate a culture. Yeah, for sure. And like a huge thing with that is, you know, you said you would never like hold it against someone if they didn't know, which like obviously makes sense. But I feel like it's kind of hard because a lot of times, at least in my experience, when I like point something out to people, I'm like, hey, like that's cultural appropriation. The argument isn't like, oh, I'm didn't know, like, I'm so sorry, I won't ever do it again. It's, oh, like, I don't think of it that way, or like, I'm just doing it because it's on trend or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that kind of makes it harder for us to, like, you know, bring attention to it when you do see it. Do you, like, agree? Yeah, exactly. I think I personally don't bring it up a lot just because I know that people are going to get very defensive or say, like, that's not cultural appropriation. And I think it's important that. We just accept it and we say, okay, I'm sorry and, you know, try to do better and move on from it just because um, you don't know the experiences that people go through. Right. And it feels like, at least for me, when people say like, oh, like, I don't think of it as cultural appropriation or whatever, like it, it really makes you like question your validity of like, oh, like, am I overreacting? Which like, you're probably not considering it's your experiences that you're basing it on. And like, I feel like everyone should just be like a little more understanding about it and like, mm-hmm. When you like when someone tells you that what you're doing is wrong or like cultural appropriation, like they're not doing it to be mean. They're really just doing it to like give you like a better understanding. So like you don't offend someone else. And at least for me, like my goal is never to like make someone feel bad. Right. When I say that, I'm just trying to like educate them so they don't, you know, make these mistakes in the future mm-hmm. and like it cause like bigger problems. So like if people just like understand that we're trying to help, we're not trying to like yeah ruin your life or make you feel bad or anything like that we're just trying to help so just like be understanding acknowledge it apologize don't do it again and move on like I feel like that's the best solution for it Mm -hmm. and like as for like community-wide solutions it's hard right because it's such an individualized thing where what I determine is appropriation other people can see as appreciation and so I feel like obviously like education is always the best the best answer in my opinion (laughs) it's always like the most preventative method but it's hard in our community because 
you know, many like educators are white and don't understand that like, oh, that is appropriation or whatever. Or like, I at least remember in elementary school, there was, I don't remember if it was like a song or a chant, but it definitely involved like kids pulling their eyes back in like an Asian matter. Oh, yes. I do remember that. It was like, you go up was like Chinese, down was Korean or Japanese, and then like you circle it around and that's Korean. Right. Like, yeah. So that was like a thing like when I was younger, just like normal, I feel like. And I'm trying to think like, did I even realize it was? I think I did, but I didn't really like say anything just because everyone was doing it. Um, And I think like at that age, you know, you're young, like you don't really know, but that's something I think that your parents need to do. And if this generation can understand that, then maybe the next generation won't do it as much, especially as younger, if you educate your kids and they understand that. Right. And the fact that like that used to happen at school with all of these adults around and nobody said anything. Nobody was like, guys, like you can't do that or no one acknowledged it. Like it shows just like, I don't know if it was just because our teachers didn't understand it or they didn't feel comfortable pointing it out or even they didn't see that it was wrong. But, like, the fact that that happened, like, mm-hmm. thinking about that now, I'm just, like, in awe that, like, people ever did exactly. that. And, like, nobody said anything about it. Especially yeah. at, like, a school where you're constantly being watched by teachers. Like, I'm sure they've seen it. Oh, totally. Yeah. And it's just, like. Yeah. I remember going home to my mom and I showed it to her. And she's, like, never do that again. Like, tell people not to do that. Like, because, you know, it makes people feel uncomfortable just, like. I mean, you're clearly mocking them for that, so. Right. It's just, like, crazy. And I feel like because, like, you said this earlier, but I feel like because, like, you and I, we grow up in these white communities, a lot of times we don't even notice Mm -hmm. when it is cultural appropriation just because we're not around our culture that much. And, like, at least for me, like, a lot of times when people use, like, African-American vernacular English, like, I didn't even notice that it was because it was so commonplace in a white community. I was just like, oh, okay, like, that's just how people talk. Yeah. (laughs) Until, you know, like, I go and see my my black family and then I'm like, wait, hold on. Something's, like, (laughs) something's not adding up. And so, like, I feel like just because people in white communities aren't around that many minorities, it makes it seem, like, less of a problem or, like, not important And I feel like with cultural appropriation, it's really important to just listen to whoever is talking to you. Like, even though, like, I might not think something's appropriation, someone else might think it is, right? Like, I have a completely different experience than everyone, like, other people. And so, like, obviously listen to, like, everyone. Don't just be like, oh, well, this person didn't say this was appropriation, so it's not appropriation. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm the first to admit that I am only half Japanese. So, like, there are things that I don't experience or um you know no based on the culture just because I don't live in Japan and unfortunately I can't I don't really get to experience the whole culture all the time um but yeah it's important to just listen to you know whoever like Elise said whoever you're talking to um because we all have different experiences right for sure so thank you guys for listening uh I really appreciate you supporting us and you know, taking the time out of your day to educate yourself just a little bit more. So Maya, thank you very much for coming. Thanks for having me. Of course, anytime. Um, Please check out our Instagram at 84% podcast. 
follow to stay updated. There are always going to be polls after every episode to get some data. So I really appreciate if you can interact with those. Uh, Message me anytime. Thank you again for listening. I'll catch you back later.